This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to McChesney Unchained, a new show on the BSN Denver podcast network. Before we jump into it, we want you to know that this is a little different than our other shows. Matt McChesney is going to give you an uncensored take on what's going on in the football world. And if you have kids around, you may want to listen to this at another time. McChesney's opinions do not represent those of BSN Denver, but they are real, and they come from a CU legend who spent six years battling in the NFL trenches. Now, sit back and enjoy the show. Welcome to McChesney Unchained, episode 42. I'm your host, as always, Matt McChesney, coming to you from the Sanctum, the Dungeon, the 6-0 Studios, the 6-0 Strength of Fitness, also known as 6-0 Strength, also known as 6-0 Football Academy, a.k.a. where the Dungeon family sleeps. Uh, I'm your host, Matt McChesney, as always. Welcome to episode 42, like I said. It's my honor to bring in my boy, Ben, ben Roy, who's the lead singer of The Spells, uh, he's a stand-up comedian. Uh, he's uh, the creator of the True TV, Those Who Can't, that show, which is a kick-ass show. Uh, ben and I met on uh, 103.5 The Fox years ago. We were both on the show with Rick Lewis one morning, and it, it was a ton of laughs and, and a really good time. And and I, I'm really glad to have him on the show today and in studio in here. And, and I'm looking forward to this, Ben. Ben, thanks for coming in, bro. Oh, man, thanks for having You have, like, the best radio voice. You, like, totally dropped it, dude. <laughs> I don't know. We were just having like a normal conversation. It's that honey sweet baritone. <laughs> and then you just straight up dropping on some radio stuff. No, man, thanks for having me. This place is amazing. That's yeah, pretty cool. Pretty it's cool. like it kind of comes out of nowhere when I was pulling into the into the park. Like this, it's just a park. huge warehouse. I mean, you got to get inside to understand just how much of an adult playground it is. Am I wrong though? Like in like sometimes with things like this, I look immediately at the sign. Yeah, you know, I mean, I mean like that's usually what attracts is people. Attracts people. And it's a beautiful, like immediately the exterior. I was like, oh shit, oh, this is professional. Train like a pro, man. We yeah. are not fucking around. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, I watch it. Part of too while we're doing this, 
is that I watch your Instagram feed, and that's like my that that's like my favorite thing. <laughs> you were saying world. earlier, I'm your spirit. Animal. You're your spirit. <laughs> you're like I want you on my shoulder, like whenever I do something bad, like sitting there and being like. No, I think you're full within your right to do that. <laughs> Run him off the road. Atta boy. Or do you want to play or do you want to uh, play? I love, love that, man. I think your intensity is like, uh, it's kind of what I've always wanted in my life. Like my dad is like a very quiet, soft-spoken dude. And he's not, he, he's a great human being, but he's just not the most like, yeah, yeah, you're not an aggressive dude, you know. Bro, I'd I mean? be perfectly content a thousand years ago in full chain mail swinging an axe at someone's head, <laughs> come home, get some ale, you know. Yeah, yeah, where, yeah. Where, where, where are the harlots and die at 50? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bring me my <laughs> mead. <laughs> mead! Harlots, no! Yeah, it shows. I mean, this place is, but I mean, when I, when I came in, like, I was like, damn, this place is, like, I always, I think because I wasn't, like, an athletic kid, I just love, like, now I'm, like, really into, like, athletics. Well, I see you do a bunch of, like, taekwondo, and you box all the time, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> I mean, you you try. I'm doing, no, no, no. You're I, doing I, something. I, no, I do, uh, I'm really into jujitsu. I love oh, There you go, there it is. And uh, I got into jujitsu and submission wrestling probably... Oh, eight years ago, six six or eight years ago, and I really like. Um, it, it's like deep, it's dark shit for me. It goes back to like really dark times as a kid, and I think like uh, I've injured myself so many times. I mean, my fingers are jacked up. That thumb just dislocated the other night. That's a I, thumb. Yeah, look at, the, look at how like. Yeah, it doesn't look like a thumb. <laughs> uh, it looks like an extra middle finger or something. Yeah, that's it's not all the way bent it's not supposed weird. to bend like that. And then like this fingers, these fingers from gi jujitsu because my fingers. But don't you think that's what makes you good at what you do? Don't you think that's what makes you good at being a comedian? What makes you good at fucking being a great lead singer? Because the spells kicks ass, man. Dude, if you like, thanks, look, man. if you like punk rock, I'm a huge Bad Religion fan. You got to check out the spells. They rock the fucking house. Check them out. Yeah. Uh, and, and, I mean, don't you think that all that you're saying the dark part like i yeah. feel like the darkness inside of me and it's deep i got demons i'm not gonna fucking lie people know yeah i'm terrible at hiding it i'm fucking awful at hiding it i have no way i have no filter i say whatever's on my mind 99 percent of the people say they like it but then 30 percent of them right when they turn their back hate me i right. can't appease to everybody and that's okay i'm not trying to i don't care I just feel like all that fire and everything that's happened negatively in the past is the reason I push so hard and it's why I have anything. It's yeah. all the it, it it's fed all the negativity is the fuel that feeds everything positive that's happened since. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I've tried to I think that's a question that anybody that's motivated struggles like passion sometimes like having a lot of passion sometimes is is it's troubling. To it's hard. People. Yeah. People it's, don't understand yeah. why I'm so, like, to the point of insan insanity. People can't work with me because I'm too passionate about what I do. Yeah. Like, you you care too much. You got to stop texting me and ask me when I'm coming in. Yeah. And I'm like, Jesus, okay, never mind. Sorry for giving a shit. <laughs> yeah, it is By myself true, apologizing though, for caring a lot. passionate is stifling to other It's people. hard. It is. When we were doing Those Who Can't, when we were filming the show I mean I ended up in the hospital I literally pushed myself to having a nervous breakdown because I could not leave set I was there all the time I could not 
let other pieces that we had hired and put in place, like the director or showrunner, be there alone. It's That's my biggest thing. problem too, Ben, is, is I am so bad. I drive people away I work with because I'm so bad at letting go. And yeah. it's something I really got to work on. I'm trying hard to work on it. And I think I've gotten better. But like right now, you and I are in the studio here at Six Zero, okay? Yeah. And we're talking. We're on McChesney and Chain. It's a great time. But it, I've got trainer. I got my man TJ out here training clients. Yeah. In the past, I wouldn't be able to do this. I'd have to be out there like taking control of everything. Yeah. I've been able to back up a little bit. But do you think it provides you less stress, or do you think? I think it 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 diff, It's a different stress because now I have to worry about. Even though I think my coaches are great, and I know they are. Yeah. I am such a perfectionist, and I'm so hard on myself, I just don't want anything missed. Yeah. And that, and then that stress kicks in. So I don't think that it's, it's feasible to have no stress in your life. And honestly, a certain degree of stress and pressure is a good thing, because it yeah. really gets you off your ass. Yeah. I had, I, one of my, my second album was called There's No Enlightenment in Sobriety. And basically, like, I've been Jeez. sober for... That's fucking incredible. There's no enlightenment in sobriety? Yeah, well, basically, the album was about, hmm. like, how people get clean and they think they're, like, some ethereal, like, better being because of it. And I'm still an asshole. I'm still... Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't drink. I haven't had... I, like... The last time I drank was at my buddy's wedding two years ago. Yeah. Like, I don't... It's just not something I do. And... Yeah. I, yeah, I still have confrontations, and I still don't get along with folks, and I don't feel but, like but I'm what a, it does not is, pure or anything. And, but what I think it does is it, it, I was drinking to numb. Less bar fights. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't ever. It sucks. <laughs> well, you can get into a fight sober. I don't like, I don't like fighting because, well, let, let me take that back. I love fighting. I don't like the starting of fights. I don't want to start fights. Yeah. But my, my, I'm telling you, bro, my, <laughs> this is going to sound fucking crazy, but who cares? All right. This is what McChesney no, and Chain on the crazy. BSN Denver Podcast Network is, bitch. Okay. <laughs> my, and my, my wife thinks I'm nuts. Everyone thinks I'm crazy. <laughs> my, like, dream, my fantasy is not like, you know, some, this isn't office space with two chicks at the same time. Nope. It's, uh, I want to catch someone breaking into my house. Like, I want to so bad, bro. <laughs> Because I would, ha I have, I, know, I, have I have legal recourse to do what the fuck ever I want. To. Well, that's not. You're in my house. No, in my house and attack me. That's all. That it's like my my biggest fantasy on earth. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I want someone that to do it. That should be a new fighting like, come series. On. Like there's. You broke into the wrong fucking house, bro. Hi, welcome. <laughs> If they did like a type of like a mixed martial art where one person breaks into the other person's house, they clear the house of weapons, so it's just hand to hand. Oh, uh, you're in trouble, bro! You better kill me. But you get the best of that person. And he, I'm in my underwear at three in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> you better hope fight. I don't. You better hope I don't have morning wood, or it's gonna be really fucking weird. Yeah, it's funny. It's weird. It's like uh, I think during. It, so, like, when I released that album, I was like... We're going to talk about sports at some point, all right? Just, we'll get to it. Deal but, with it. But I, when, I, when I, like, released that album, that's what I was saying is, like, I think part of the reason I drank was to numb my, my discomfort, my social anxieties. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and then I realized, like, no, like, uh, being discontent to a certain level is motivation, it's why great shit comes out of troubled areas. It's why the best music in the country came out of Detroit, Michigan. You know, like sadness 
and frustration often is the most hurt. We grow our food. It's in the fuel. We grow our food in shit. Exactly. <laughs> you the the things that sustain us and nourish us often come from garbage. You know, and mental garbage, yeah. emotional garbage, drives. I'm telling you, it drives intellectual greatness at times. Yeah. It can also I mean, look, hinder it, it, it if it's yeah, Absolutely. And I think about guys like Chris Cornell. Yeah. And uh, the lead singer of Lincoln Park. Chester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, when a guy like that will commit suicide, it's very troubling to me. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I, I don't know them personally, but I love their music. Love yeah. them. I mean, Soundgarden, eh, Audio Slaves, one of my favorite bands ever. Yeah. Love Lincoln Park. I, I get this question a lot when we talk about it is, well, why would someone that has everything do that? I don't know. That's a really good question. Because oh, it's I happened I'll a tell lot. You right now, Junior, I Junior Seau, CTE. I, but the guys from Lincoln Park, does he have CTE? I don't know. It's yeah. just, I think depression has a lot of different math. Oh, it doesn't. I depression mean, is... And, and, and one other thing that really bothers me about it is people think that if you're depressed, you can't smile or laugh. There's tons of people that are super clinically depressed that smile and laugh all the time. Oh, yeah. Could look at comedians. <laughs> I mean... My point. But, yeah. But I think, like, that's what's, that's what's interesting about this whole dynamic is that, like, I had plenty of money. I mean, when we were filming the show, we, I was making the most money I'd ever made in my entire life. And, uh, and I'll tell you, that doesn't make you happy. I mean, anybody who's ever made any real money. More money, more problems. Yeah. And it's not even that the problems came. It's just I never fixed the problems that were there prior to it. So, but I, uh, but I also want to say, I also think it's dangerous sometimes to think that, that you can't be productive while you're happy because it allows you to romanticize melancholy. You know, you can. I prefer, I prefer to be happy as a pig and shit, but. The, the depression and the anxiety and the emotional trauma I've had in my past, yeah. it fuels the future every day. And it seems that every time I have something bad happen, it's hard to pull out of the depths of the despair there, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's harder for me to get over things bad. Yeah. And it's because of the CT and it's because of smashing my fucking face against people for 20 years. Yeah. I get it. But it also has a it's It's also life. Yeah. So, Are you happy doing this? See oh, that's a, that's a hard question, bro. Yeah. It's a really I love so much about it, and I hate so much about it. I I have a really hard time figuring out how to separate relationship and financial. Yeah, I really struggle when people quit out of the blue because I'm I'm immersed in their goal. Yeah, and then I don't understand how people don't see that from my point of view at times either. Yeah. But, I, you know, I, I'm an overthinker, and I'm an introvert. Super self-aware. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge overthinker, and I'm an introvert. So I'll, I'll isolate myself bad. I, like, yeah. I, I love my friends and my family, but I also like That's my... Crazy. I also isolate myself a lot. Because I think if people watched you, and I watch your videos, and people do it with me as well. Like, I, I, if, you, if I'm not at a show, you don't see me. I just disappear. Like if I'm I, not here, I'm off blip. I turn my phone off when I go home. Yeah. And I don't like being around large crowds. I'm not into that. I but hate I think it. People I hate assume, it, Ben. Yeah. It drives me nuts. Like, I, I love going to concerts. I have a attitude that I think people would assume, like, this is, a, this is an extrovert. But I think not extroverts. Not even a little bit. No. no. I think there's a difference when you're passionate about something that brings you out of your shell 
same. Performing is that for me. But the rest of the time, like, I'm not... I would just assume be by myself a lot of the time. It, it, it's, it's a very weird dynamic, and a lot of athletes that I know think like I do. A yeah. lot of, and I'm sure that a lot of comedians and a lot of entertainers you know think like you do. It's hard not to think that way because there's a lot of people in, in our businesses, even though they are different, they have similarities. There's a lot of fucking snakes and leeches. And when you get burned, it's hard to open up to other people. And every time it happens... It takes a little bit more of that trust away every time. So, yeah. you know, it's something we'll talk about and we'll continue to talk about here on episode 42 of McChesney Unchained as we go on the BSN Denver Podcast Network. <clears throat> I'm your host, Matt McChesney. As always, make sure you check out the gym uh, and what we do at Six Zero Academy on Twitter and Instagram. And then at BSN Unchained on Twitter is my Twitter account for the show. We're on YouTube at McChesney Unchained and Six Zero Academy. We've got two different pages. We'll try and post on that later. Uh, my man Ben Roy's in studio today, the lead singer of The Spells. He's a stand-up comedian, uh, the creator of the show, though who's, Those Who Can't on True TV. Uh, and hey, how do they get a hold of you on social media as oh, well? Uh, at BenRoy00 for Twitter and Instagram. And when's your next show? Oh, I'm headlining Comedy Works Sunday, August 24th. It's the 24th. August 24th. Yeah, Comedy Works. Whatever that, sat, that Sunday is. It's either the 24th or the 25th. Nice. And then the last uh, Saturday of every month, we do a live show at the Bug Theater in the Highlands called The Grolics. Nice. And yeah, and then Spells well, is playing a bunch. Look, at, look us up at Spells Rules. Uh, www.spellsrules.com Awesome. Um, but yeah, so, yeah go go out in the band. Shit, yeah, man, I love it. Go out, support, you know, support your local comedians, support your local uh, support your local uh, uh, bands out there. There's a lot of folks out there striving for for that for that big opportunity and the more you swing the hammer, the more the the more apt that rock is to break. So, we roll here on episode 42. Remember, it's always presented by our good friends at 10thanduni.com. I'm actually rocking one of their t-shirts today. They do nothing but buffalo gear and they do a great job doing it. Uh, my man Morgan and his company are kicking ass. Their hats are incredible. I rock them every day. That's 10thanduni.com promo code 60 or excuse me, promo code GoBuffs. That's the other promo code. Excuse me, 10thanduni.com. All right, so uh, I was on BSN Buffs yesterday with my man Henry. You got to go check it out. It was all buff talk, and it was awesome. We were supposed to do a 30-minute show, and we ended up doing a 90-minute show. So go check it out. It kicks ass. Uh, we talk about everything from recruiting to the first three weeks of the season to Mel Tucker to the past to war stories. So check it out at bsnbuffs.com. My man Henry uh, Chisholm did an unbelievable job on the show yesterday. All right, we're going to get straight into this, and hopefully we can – you know, alleviate some of the bullshit that's going on in the NFL and the sports world with some comedy uh, and, and making it a little bit lighter because I'm telling you, man, there's a lot of negativity. I'm, I'm really struggling with something, okay? Okay. I played in the National Football League for six years, okay? I loved my time. I was in the drug testing program when I was there because they caught me smoking dope. Um, I'm not ashamed of smoking. It's something that I do and, and it's a medicine in my opinion. Yeah. And they should be more apt to pushing guides towards that rather than pushing them towards Oxycontin and Percocet and Vicodin and Celebrex and Tramadol and all this other bullshit and all right. the needles. So, when I see guys getting, you know, suspended for four games for performance-enhancing drugs, you play football, it's the most high-contact, violent sport in the world. I don't really care if you take performance-enhancing drugs. Barry Bonds took them. He got to play. Um, 
and then you see guys getting suspended for four games for weed and street drugs. But then you have Tariq Hill, right, who doesn't get suspended, and he's on audio. And hopefully Andre can pull the audio out. If not, you need to go find it. Andre, put the audio in right here. Tyreek Hill on audio threatening his wife or girlfriend, what his baby mama, and saying that his son should fear him, and that's how he respects him, and I'll whoop his ass after his son broke his arm under very, very suspicious circumstances. And I know that Kansas City and the district attorneys there are not going to press charges, but they're probably Chiefs fans. And the fact that the Chiefs fans and, and Chiefs Kingdom and all that, let, let me just say something real quick. All I can think about when I hear some fucking redneck from Kansas City yell, Chiefs Kingdom, is if you've ever seen that movie, Let's Go to Prison, all right? <laughs> I mean, you've seen it, right? Yeah. The movie, Let's Go to Prison, all right? And all the fucking Nazis in the prison, all right? Their, their nickname for, for their fucking little group is White Kingdom. And that's yeah. all I can think about. <laughs> all I can think about every time I hear it, so I just think it's hilarious. Uh, but I, the audacity of some of these folks in Kansas City to defend this, it, yeah. it is fucking disgusting. And uh, Colin Kaepernick can't get a job for standing up for what he believes, but Tyreek Hill can stay in the league and not get suspended. I feel like they demonize just the most random crazy shit oh, and yeah. just turn their fucking eye to everything else. Selective outrage. I mean, it's selective outrage. You're choosing what you want to be outraged about and picking and choosing. That's ridiculous. Well, how, can, how, all, can like, a, how can a logo shield that? You heard the guy say... You should fucking fear me. He should be scared of me. That's how you know he respects me. Yeah, yeah Like, yeah. I'm telling you, if I'm if I'm that woman's father, yeah. or I'm Uncle Bob, yeah. I'm whooping Tyreek Hill's little ass, man. Yeah. You're getting fucking dealt with the next time Who's, I see you. Now, this isn't his kid. This it's is his son. Yeah. 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 That's a good way to make a sociopath for a human being. I mean, you know? good Lord, that kid has got to just be... I, I understand he probably lives in a nice place because his daddy makes some money, but who gives oh, a shit? Oh, dude. Who gives oh, a shit? It's not no, a nice no, no. environment. I would, I would honestly argue that that putting, that abusing your kid and giving them money may be an even more volatile conversation. I just don't understand. That's how you make sociopaths. But it, I don't see how it's become this acceptable. And I don't see how Roger Goodell can't figure out a way to levy punishment just after hearing it. Yeah. It make it I love the NFL, man. It's given me so much. I love it. I love watching the games. I love working with the guys. I dig football. It's my it, it's my shit. I love it. But I'm telling you, the hypocrisy of this fucking league. Oh yeah. It's going to catch up with them eventually. It's everywhere. I really it's I, crazy. I mean it's, it can't at, continue look at, like look at this. the UFC. Look at what the UFC has done with Greg Hardy. Like, the fact that they've let Hardy fight when he's twice. God, you that know, guy's such a piece of shit, bro. That guy, that guy is awful, and they're letting him, <laughs> they're letting him continue. I don't understand. And he's making a huge name for himself within that sport. So what's the answer here? I mean, because I, I can't get behind the, well, they're violent by nature, so... You know, things are going to happen. I played, and I've never in my life even thought about putting my hands on my wife or my sons. Yeah. I couldn't even imagine doing that. No. I mean, the reason I don't drink is because I never wanted my babies to wake up and see daddy hungover. Yeah. Like, I, I just, That's I'm the, the angriest. I quit drinking. Like, I'm the angriest fucking person I know, bro. I want to fight everybody. I don't see how you can do this as a man. Yeah. It is so disgusting to me. And then the NFL, the hypocrisy here 
knows no bounds. Yeah. And I, I hate the fact that the I hate the fact the league is so popular and it's so good and it's so entertaining and so much fun to watch at times. I hate it because it overshadows this disgusting shit. No, oh, yeah, it does. And I also think that the well, I think Kansas City has to. The people of Kansas City. Andy fucking Reed's defending him. The people of Kansas City are all behind him like That's it didn't how it happen. Continues. I mean, it makes me hate the Chiefs. Yeah. I never had any discontent towards them. I played in the NFL. You can't really have a favorite team once you did that. Yeah. I want the Jets to win. I like when Denver wins. The Dolphins can suck it. But now I actually want the Chiefs to lose. I, I don't know. You know, I know with football, just from watching, I don't know what is in depth as you do. I would say definitely. I know more about mixed martial arts. I would say that it's pervasive there as well. And it's just whenever you get big money agencies like William Morris Endeavor and CAA and all these companies get involved with their athlete, you look at the legacy of BJ Penn. You know, I mean, BJ Penn is considered, he's a Hall of Famer in the UFC. Right. You know, everybody loves him, revered. That guy is human garbage. He's trash. Look up everything shitty that BJ Penn has done. But you don't hear about it. They blossed it. How over. is it possible? Because there's so much money. BJPenn.com is so he's such a big brand now I with RDC or R U C A or But how can you live with yourself at some point, Ben? Yeah, like, they don't. It they just, don't live it, in there. That guy's a miserable dude. Do you think? Oh, BJ Penn, I'm sure. You think is Greg Hardy really doesn't like himself? No, but he will later on. At some point you're I left so. alone. With yourself. With just yourself. Yeah. Well, that's what prison's supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so moving from that situation, which is ridiculous, to another ridiculous situation just in a different way. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Can yeah, we get yeah. back real quick? Fucking A. With the, with the performance-enhancing drugs, yeah, I yeah. agree with you. Why do we always hear about the Barry Bonds? During the 80s, and That was awesome, was by the way. Why don't we hear... Watching McGuire and Sosa murder the ball, I was really excited as a kid. I was like, this is incredible! <laughs> yeah, Conseco. Yeah, I mean, the Bonds... <laughs> watching Bonds crush the ball and stare at the pitcher like, yeah. That was incredible. They were, but here's the thing. Why They're don't still you hitting ever, home runs now. You, if you tell us the story of Barry Bonds, you have to tell us four stories of the, like... Terrible dud guys who batted like 230 but on had 50 home runs. Yeah, in like <laughs> in like 12 seasons, they only hit 50 home it, runs. Look, steroids don't make you a good player. No, they don't. They, they help you heal. They help you heal. Exactly. They help you heal. And I'm not saying that they can help you hit the baseball though. It might help you swing a little faster, but it doesn't help you with hand-eye coordination. So, I just. This is a very fine line. I'm not advocating steroid use in any way, shape, or form, so shut up. <laughs> I'm simply saying that we turn a blind eye to certain things, and it's acceptable in this arena, but it's not here. Oh, like, in the you. NFL, they really could give a shit if you get suspended. You're, get, you're losing money. It may hurt the team, but fans don't care. They don't care. Trust me, they could give a shit. They're still going to support the player. In baseball, you get suspended for steroids, and you're a pariah. Yeah, yeah. Well, in ba like, for instance, baseball, you hit seven, you know, you hit seven or eight percent more home runs than you would have or whatever the percentage would be if you had not taken PEDs, right? And you're all of a sudden suspended for life. You're not allowed back <laughs> in the game. But you beat your wife and your kid and you ruin generations of human beings. By 80, 80 games. Yeah, you get an 80-game suspension and you'll probably still be welcomed into the hall. Of oh, game. yeah. And I think it's the same. I think... Like, totally. Like, and I guess one is a question of morality. 
like the other is as well though like uh, to, it <laughs> is but with all that you're not getting more money for beating your wife if you go take steroids and play well they're paying you exponentially more so that that's can... a very motivating factor and i don't see yeah it's, from a morality standpoint it's almost it's almost wrong not to take the chance if that much money is at stake at times yeah it's really weird like Rodney Harrison at the end of his career got suspended for uh, human growth hormone, HGH. And I didn't feel like he cheated. I felt like he was at the end of his career and he wanted to play in the Super Bowl and he needed two more years. And the only way he could do it was to take HGH. And yes, it's a performance enhancer, but he needed to f the money for two more years or whatever the situation was. He wanted to play and he wanted to be healthy. And he took it and it, bought it bit him in the ass, but he still got a Super Bowl ring. So how do you weigh that? Yeah, Julian, yeah. Julian Edelman a couple years ago got a Super Bowl ring, got suspended for four games the next year. You know, the, everybody's dragging his name through the muck, kind of, came back, won a ring. No one yeah. even talks about it anymore. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. Now he's got a documentary on fucking Showtime or something talking about it and shining light on it. Yeah. Like, and they suspended him for it, so it's a very slippery slope. It is. So th speaking of fucking slippery slopes here, my man Ben Roy's in the house uh, on McChesney Unchained episode 42. We'll get rolling here. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, okay, still holding out. He's got two years left on his contract, and he's holding out for big money. And he should get it, but he's not. He's not going to. I don't see Jerry Jones folding on this, although he should. Just pay the guy and get it over with. But for Dak Prescott to turn down $30 million a year... Like, that is fucking nuts, dude. How can you justify 25 years old, quarterback for the Cowboys, and you turn down $30 million a season? What do you think he's thinking? Man? I don't know. His agent's high off his ass. <laughs> I just, what, are you going to get 32? I mean, at some point, you have to think about the rest of your team, too. You have a salary cap. Yeah. It just, it seems greedy to me, but I'm not in his shoes. It's not my fucking money, so why do I care? But $30 million for a quarterback that hasn't won a play or has won a playoff game, he's been pretty good. Yeah. But, jeez, man, turning down a $30 million contract is fucking crazy. No, I guarantee you, because that commission, that little bit extra is a lot. What if he goes that? out in the fucking preseason and breaks his leg? And he never plays again. He just turned down a $30 million anybody, contract. Does anybody care about that, though? Well, he would. There's no guaranteed contracts yeah, in the but NFL, man. People don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People will just burn the jersey and move on. They yeah, don't give exactly. a damn. I mean, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. you know, if, if you're him and they offered you a four or five year deal at $30 million a piece and it's a $120 million deal, you got to take that fucking money. Yeah. Man. I mean, that's not just going to happen again. All, all he can do is fuck it up now. Do you think that the money. Unless they're going to get into four. a big esoteric conversation. Yeah, but esoteric, the money. Big word. <laughs> do shit. you think. That the that this is ruined, like money ruins the game. I think the all this money to the quarterback is going to create a lot of people in the locker room wondering why they make all the fucking money. Like Did you ever be, feel that when you were? Playing? No, quarterbacks didn't get paid like this. Yeah, they weren't getting thirty thirty five million dollars a season. Do you think it's justified, or are they figureheads for the city? Like, for the uh, it'd be. I say that no more than thirty million dollars a season is justified for a quarterback. I don't see how you can pay somebody more than that. You have to outfit the rest of your goddamn football team. Yeah. And it just—it's amazing to me that like Von Miller is the best player I've seen in the Bronco jersey since John Elway, and he—he's capped at eighteen, nineteen million dollars a year because that's how much the market set. But Joe Flacco. 
is not making, he's in the lower 10 quarterbacks in the, in the NFL and he's making 20 million. So it just, there's a huge discrepancy. And yeah. yeah, you can't win without a good one, but I've seen some teams win with an average one before. So it's a very slippery slope. I don't know if paying a guy that much cheese you mean really, the Broncos? It, just in general, <laughs> I don't know if paying a guy that much cheese really leads toward to you know, all these Super Bowls and shit. Tom Brady is like the 13th or 14th highest paid quarterback. So when you played, At I mean, some they point, were, quarterbacks money. were making a lot of money. They, they've always made more money than everybody, but not like this. Yeah. I mean, what you do got, you th- who do you think started that trend? The, the last CBA. Yeah. In 2011, when the, when the CBA, you know, they went and agreed to it. And I remember this distinctly. I was, I was right when I retired out in front of the, the NFL building in New York and Peyton Manning and Tom Brady and Ray Lewis, just Saturday and like Drew Brees and all these one percenters, all yeah. these guys who are multimillionaire players and they did what was best for the 1%. It was very similar to how the countries ran in my opinion. Like the one percenters in the NFL made sure they would get taken care of sure. and then the other 99% are just kind of there to fend for themselves. That feels like how it's always been. That they, Yeah, but they, that's the way it shouldn't be. That's yeah. the whole point of having a fucking collective bargaining agreement so you can go in there and bargain. They just went in there and agreed. Do you think the unions are like impotent? I think our union is dog shit. I yeah. think the NFL union is absolutely, unequivocally, totally weak. Like they're just... They get totally bossed pushed around, around. Pushed around by the owners. I hope, I honestly... I hope that this next lockout that's coming probably after this season, I really hope it actually changes some things. But that depends on the players, right? Like if how they, far if, if they have, if the players have been saving their money and they have the ability to hold out, they'll actually get what they want. But if everybody's been fucking living on, uh, you know, living on lease and fucking making yeah. sure that everything's leveraged, because you don't really get all that money you sign for if there's no guaranteed contracts. So guys live on lease. So they walk in and they're like, look, I got a $500,000 contract. And the bank looks at it and doesn't know it's not not a real contract. Yeah. So then the guy gets cut and he doesn't get shit, but he still has all the bills. Like he's making all that money. Yeah. So it's very, it's very slippery slope. So I don't think guys have enough money to hold out, which the owners know, which means they're going to have to eat shit again. Yeah. Which is incredible. They don't even have fucking health insurance for players after they retire. Yeah, disgusting. The, the union doesn't. No, do that. you don't get health care after after you retire. Your health care's gone. But your pension. Continues. Your pension continues if you if you got your pension. How many? How long? Four years, four it? games. Okay. It's a long time. It is. Yeah, it's a long. It's a lot of football that you got to play to get your fucking vest. So it's hard. I'm yeah. very, very, very happy that I got mine. The Cowboys have got to figure out how to get Zeke, Dak, and Amari Cooper all signed. I don't know how they're going to do it. It's going to be tough. The preseason rolls on. Uh, the NFL preseason has been pretty awesome. I loved the Giant and Jet game the other night where we got to see Sam Darnold and Daniel Jones go, at, go after each other. Even for one series each, both guys marched down the field. Jones had a great drive, five for five. Nice touchdown in the back corner. Darnold on that bootleg did a great job. I think that you know that's the future of New York City from the quarterback position. Um, the Raiders situation, dude. <laughs> What do you say about Antonio Brown? All right, give me your give me your fucking thoughts on this. <laughs> well, I mean, Antonio Brown, this situation is ridiculous. So, so Phil, like I Look, said, he burned his feet in a fucking cryo chamber. That's not his fault. I get it, but wear socks. And then he doesn't want to play because they won't say that his helmet's acceptable. 
So he's threatening retiring. So the NFL's like, wait, wait, no, wait, okay. wait, 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 wait. But he's not going to retire. So he already got called on that. He bluff. burned his feet in a cryogen. Yeah, so That's what happened. Yeah, yeah. So he hasn't practiced much for the Raiders, and like, I just, what do you expect, guys? This is a, he's a fucking diva. This is going Maybe to be did, all you, season, bro. Yeah, this no, is going to be such a shit show, bro. <laughs> I just so happy. I'm so me. happy he's for the replace of the Raiders because it's going to be a fucking disaster. That's like the point. equivalent of biting the inside of your cheek. Yeah. Like how bad, bad do you burn bro. your feet? So bad, like they were peeling skin off his feet. <laughs> so disgusting. Why they did went he out. They went out. Their veteran signings were Antonio Brown and Richie Incognito. I wonder if things are going to go bad. <laughs> wow, that's like this. That's like stupid. <laughs> but it's very Raider. Um, I just, you know, it pisses me off because kids see guys like Antonio Brown and T.O. and Ocho Cinco, they hear them. They're like, oh, these guys are good and they're, they're vocal. And, and I'm like, they're not vocal. They're fucking diva assholes. You should focus on Jerry Rice, Marvin Harrison, and Andre Johnson. Yeah, yeah, Guys yeah. who busted their ass and liked their teammates and were Suffer respected. Suffer a bit and, in silence. Yeah, man. And yeah. like, knew that they were good and didn't need to tell everybody. If you're consistently telling me you're good, you suck. Right, right. That's, so it's just I'm glad it's happening for the Raiders, bro. I'm I, glad. I think that that's a pervasive <laughs> thing. You like think he just being, wants to get out of camp? Yeah, <laughs> I think. I'm sh- well, like you probably knew, like when you're like five seasons, hate camp, bro. five four seasons in, you probably hate that shit, right? Training camp's not fun. Yeah, it's not being in training camp isn't fun either, but training camp's not fun. But if you're guaranteed like an Antonio if Brown. If you're Antonio Brown and you're making that kind of change and you're that famous and you're a Hall of Fame player, most likely, yeah, I wouldn't want to go to training camp either, but God damn it, that's what it is. You got to go to training camp. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You need to build rapport with Carr. You need to learn Gruden's system. You need your offensive line to actually give a shit about you. They spent a lot of money this offseason. Yep. They look like they are halfway competent on hard knocks. You need the team to appear like you're part yeah, of man. You might want to actually be a part of the fucking team, Antonio. <laughs> I just, it really, it, it rubs me the wrong way. He's not special. He's just a guy. Yeah. You're just a fucking dude. Yeah, yeah. Show up like everyone else dick yeah yeah i think man i I really believe that a lot of this shit is pervasive throughout all of sports and and our culture like i think we're people are trying to get out of shit constantly yeah like you should hear some of the excuses i get in this room for people not showing up which is insane because you're paying for it you dumbasses (laughs) 5 a.m on monday morning oh my dog's sick i'm taking him to the vet at 5 a.m what do i look like boo boo the fucking fool i mean come on dog (laughs) who the hell is boo boo the fucking just a fucking fool i don't even know who the fuck that is I'd love it if you, if like, in walked a guy, well, here's Boo Boo yeah, the Fool. Yeah, fucking Boo the Fool. This is Boo You've never met Boo Boo. Boo Boo! Hey, Boo Boo! Hey, you fool! Hey, uh, I was just walking by, so Boo Boo! But hey, that's the thing that kills me. It's like, you're paying for this and you're not showing up? Okay. But here's I guess I should have charged you more, you dumbass. <laughs> yeah, that's the part I don't get. Listen, you're going to pay. I wonder if how their parents it. feel about it. <laughs> that's, that's. And you know, I will say this. I, I, who have no, I have no athletics talent at <laughs> me, all. Us, we, me, the Royal, royal Ben. You know, the editorial. I have none. I am at jujitsu <laughs> six or seven days a week. 
I go in, if I have a class at 6.30, Because you're spending six. your own money. Right. And yeah, I have a passion for it. kids are spending mom, dad's money. They don't give a shit. But They're a sleeping. lot of these kids are naturally athletic. Yeah, there's, most of them really give a shit. Just some of them have a really, really high threshold for being a bitch. Okay? And, like, they have a failure complex. Oh, I'm they, sure they love it when you tell them I don't that. give a fuck if they don't like it. Show me or quit. Like, my goal isn't to sit here and retain clientele. My goal is to figure out who can play and who can't. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. we actually cut people here. This isn't a hobby like your high school team. So, yeah. you know, if you come in here and you don't do things correctly, I'm going to call you on it, man. And I'm sorry if you don't like it, but... That's the way the world works. Yeah, that's it's the way. way it works. And this game is cutthroat and vicious. And the college level and the pro level, they can give a fuck about your feelings. And if you buy in and earn respect, I'll show you some. Yeah. I think that the same thing applies. You know, we were talking about this before we started, that, that Colorado is viewed by as a flyover. It is a flyover state. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because there are plenty of amazing, there's a lot of amazing there are talent. fucking studs here, bro. Yeah. Like the guys that are the second tier that haven't really gotten offered yet, or they only have one, are great players in this room. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a challenge. Like, I don't think people know how hard it is to convince college football coaches to come here and recruit. Do you get that same high when, uh, like, yeah, when I, I watch? I had a big Brian Crespo committed to CSU this morning. And, and it, he committed last night from from Pooter Fort Collins. Yeah. And at 5 a.m. this morning, he was in the gym grinding. That's why he's committed to CSU. 3.45 in the morning, the day after he committed, waking up and coming down here to work. Hell yeah. So when he walked in and I got to give him a big squeeze and tell him congratulations, you're goddamn right that was a good day. Yeah. You're damn and right. And you feel when that, I, right? Yeah, bro. When I have, like, when Trey Zoon got offered, who's a big tackle from Fort Collins, who was here at 5 a.m. too. And his man, Mama Zoon walked in and she was crying and she gave me a hug and she was, I'm so thankful. That kind of shit drives me so fucking hard, Ben. Do you feel it oh, back man, to when you? Oh, man, it gives me you... such a rush, dude. I love it. Do you feel it back to when you got it? And like, different. does it? Different. Yeah. It's a different kind of feeling. I never felt satisfied about anything I did. When did I you enjoy it? No, not really. I was very disappointed with my football career. Yeah. Extremely disappointed. You and I are so similar. Extremely disappointed, bro. So disappointed. <laughs> Except you're a fucking giant. And, and people I... <laughs> tell me that it was good, but I don't believe them. Yeah, I'm the same way, dude. Uh, like, you could tell me I did a good job all you want, but I don't believe you. I think I suck. Well, I'm sure you didn't if you played that long. You never know. know. There's a lot of shitty players out there. <clears throat> all right, so getting into the <laughs> oh, end of the damn, show Oh, damn, we're here. getting into some deep <laughs> shit. Yeah. The, Bron <laughs> the Denver Broncos are 60 years old. This year, and I wore the number sixty, so it's a special, uh, special uh, uh, circumstance for me. I, it's a big time birthday. The fucking Raiders are sixty-two, but it's yeah, okay. yeah, we, we don't like them. Yeah, so <laughs> Chet, make sure that uh, you you know go buy some Denver Bronco birthday gear. That's pretty cool. So happy birthday to the Denver Broncos! Uh, remember, our Bronco banter is always brought to you by our good friends at NeuroXPF.com. My man Kyle Turley. The promo code is GoBuffs20. Give you 20% off all the CBD products that they sell. Incredible product from the MCT oil pills uh, to the muscle rub to the tinctures and the droplets. They really help with everything from anxiety and depression and sleep deprivation to, uh, you know, arthritis and, and taking care of your joints and not having to take Celebrex and Tramadol and shit like that. All right, so the Broncos get, get beat by the Seahawks. 
Uh, I don't really care about the preseason score. I'm not going to lie. Although the game was, there was some, some some significant things that happened in the game. I think everybody needs to pump their brakes on the Paxton Lynch thing. I mean, so the kid had an okay night in a preseason game. Who gives a shit? He doesn't play here anymore. And even the fact that there's still people hating on this kid at this point, he's not even here anymore. I mean, leave it alone. He doesn't yeah. play. Start hating on Drew Locke now because he's your quarterback that you get to beat up on. Yeah. Dumb. Yeah. They kind of let it go. It's dumb. Just let it go. I mean, yeah. the kid the kid doesn't play here anymore. He was a terrible draft pick. He didn't take advantage of his opportunity. It's over. If he beats you in the regular season or he beats you in the Super Bowl, then you can talk some shit. But it was a fucking preseason game. Move on with Amnesiacs your life. Amnesiacs are the best Man, fans. Stop hating everyone. <laughs> Jesus you Christ. you got to learn to forget. Just forget it, dude. Uh, you know... There's a ton of injuries. We're going to talk about the rookie haircut thing here in a minute. But what is rookie haircut? I'll tell you. All right. There's a ton of injuries. Janovich goes down. Jamal Carter gets moved to middle linebacker. I mean, it, there's guys dropping like flies out there. We lost a couple tight ends. The Austin Fort kid going down the undrafted free agent. That sucked. Injuries are part of the game. I hope we have some depth. I guess we'll see. I liked what I saw from the first team offense. I thought that they were very effective moving the ball. I want to see it more in the third game. This this game coming up and the next game are going to really give us a good barometer on how they're improving at practice. And then once we get into the season, I'll be able to decide if Joe Flacco's the future or, or, or just a doorstop. I'm not going to get all in-depth and shit like every all these talking heads on the radio about all the X's and O's. They're not showing you exactly what they're going to run in the regular season anyway. they got five preseason games. It's going to be super vanilla. Um... I like what the offensive line's doing. I like what the defensive's doing. I think that they're all pushing each other in a very constructive manner. I'd love to see Sam Jones with the ones at some point. I want to see what Reisner, McGovern, and Jones look like together. I think that could be a lethal combination because Sam is just as much of a prick as Dalton is. And I think that that could really benefit Denver moving forward. I like Don Barclay as a player, but I don't know. I don't know if he can be the kind of surly prick we need at that position. Um... 49ers are in town. I'm going to practice tomorrow morning, so I'll give you a little bit of an update from there. Make sure you check out social media. And they play Monday night, but I'm really excited about the practice tomorrow because they're going to be out banging against another team. And uh, then Monday night football should be pretty fun. Uh, but I do want to talk about one more thing before we get out of here. The rookie haircuts are done. Okay, now... What is, huh. the, what is Dick explain this? So rookie me? haircuts, all right, are a tradition with the Broncos, and it's different everywhere, all right? So, like, I had to sing a song for the Jets. So I got up there and, and fucking rapped some outcast, and they fucking went crazy because no white boys know how to rap other than Eminem. <laughs> and I got up there and, and spit hot fire, and the fucking room erupted. Um, that was my thing. So they made people sing and pay for dinners and get McDonald's and shit in New York. Yeah. The Broncos cut hair. So like <laughs> my rookie or my rookie year, my first year with Denver. <laughs> This kid came in and Lonnie Paxton and I shaved a cock in his head. Okay. So a big dick, two big balls on the back of his head, shaft, little dick hole right at the front. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. It's in blocker room deal with it. So that was a little, it was what it was. But so like we're coming out and we didn't even know this was, I, I didn't know, maybe Lonnie did, but it was picture day and all the families were there too. And this kid was like one of the seventh rounders at Blake Schluter, I think his name was, from TCU, seventh round center. 
He's like the most awkward looking kid I've ever seen. I have no idea what they were thinking when they drafted him. That's either here or there. I'm saying we we shaved a dick in his head, right? So <laughs> we walked out the practice talk and and Coach McDaniels is like, Lonnie and I are standing there, Blake walks by and we're like, Look, there's a dick in Blake's head. And McDaniels is like, Hey McJamie! What? Shaving cocks in people's heads? It's picture day! You can't be shaving cocks in people's heads! It's picture day! What's his mom gonna think? Oh my god, McChesney! Lonnie! McChesney! You can't shave cocks in people's heads! So, he had to go shave his head and shit, but it, it, they, Coach Fangio is now taking away rookie haircuts. And that's cool. That's cool. You don't, it, He doesn't want to haze. That's fine. No physical hazing. I'm cool with it. Whatever. But, but, it's funny, dude. I mean, come on. I mean, I know some people hate did the, it shit, Wait, but, but what, did the kid, what did the kid say when you were shaving a dick into his head? I don't care what he said. He's a rookie. No. <laughs> well, go shave your head afterwards, bro. What are you shaving well, my that was head? The thing. Ah, shut up. Don't worry about it. But that's my thing with, with haircuts. It wasn't, it wasn't like, it wasn't... You're not physically. I'm not trying to fuck with like the kid. Ah, we love him, man. We're trying yeah. to give him a little bit of love. This is what rookies have to do here to get that you get shit on as a rookie. Deal but but it. I guess my thing with haircuts is what's the worst that happens? They shave it they and shave then it you shave your and then head. You leave. Yeah. Some and, guys and, get their like eyebrows shaved and shit. That's terrible. Yeah. Like, last year they shaved Phil Lindsay's eyebrows and he, you know, <laughs> he looked like Charlie Villain the Wave walking around. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's up, Chuck? <laughs> <laughs> But, it, but I, I don't understand. I guess there has to be varying levels of hazing. I mean, yeah, man. You don't want to, like, physically abuse people and yeah, shit. Yeah, There's yeah, been yeah, some yeah. really bad hazing incidents. That's not what I'm talking about. Just a haircut. Yeah. Just a haircut. What's maybe, wrong maybe, with a haircut? Yeah, maybe we shouldn't put a couple of nuts on the shaft down someone's head, maybe. <laughs> but, hey, we figured we did it once, and now we're not going to do it again. We and then it. the worst thing that happens is his rookie photo. He's got a yeah, shaved head. And they, no one. It looked like a mohawk, unless you're looking at it from the back or from a blimp. <laughs> From a blimp, it's a cock. Yeah. From the front, it's a mohawk. <laughs> you don't have a photo of this. This is no, the worst man, thing. No, man, I, I, I Come don't. On. I don't. I, it sucks that we don't have a photo of it, but we should. I Lonnie, if you're listening, do you have a photo of this shit? But I, but uh, how good of an artist were you too? Like, oh, it's terrible. Uh, oh yeah, it's terrible. So it was, yeah. A, it was a big ridge. It was more like too. an uncircumcised cock when I got done. <laughs> Man, episode 42 is not for kids. <laughs> well, unless your kid is cool as fuck. Yeah, that's also true. There's yeah. a disclaimer at the beginning of the show. If you don't like what we're talking about, to fucking, fucking change the off. fucking channel. Yeah. Yeah. We're real, we're real fucking concerned. There's a whole lot of not liking shit these days. But yeah, there's a lot of negativity. There is. There yeah. is. There's negativity about everything. The, the preseason's negative. Get rid of it. How are you going to develop players? You know, it's just... Look, they really want to like do away with the they want to, like add two games and go to eighteen games and only do two preseason games. And Coach Fangio said something the other day, like to the effect of, "Well, I guess if you don't care about developing players, you don't like the preseason." And I'm like, "Thank you, finally, something." Yeah, said yeah, it. yeah. Yeah, training camp is hard. the The more, the easier we make football at practice and in camp, the shittier it's going to be on Sunday. Everyone yeah. remember that. Fuck okay? yeah. I mean, there's some really bad football these days because they can't really hit and there's no tackling and everyone's so concerned about, you know, fucking concussions. And they should be, but again, if you don't want to get hurt, don't play. Yeah. I mean, it, there's enough information out there for you to make an educated decision now. It's like smoking. 
Yeah. There's, there's negatives to it, but there's also, if you like smoking, smoke. Yeah. I do believe, though, that the NFL should take care of the they, they, it, It's term. terrible that they don't take care of their ex-players. I would be fine with concussions and things bro. like Yeah, exactly. That sucks. I have a five-level fusion in my back. Like, I, if I hurt myself, I'm fucked. Yeah. What am I supposed to do? And a company that has as much money as they do should be... It costs so care. much money for health insurance for me because of all the pre-existing shit. It is unfucking believable Dude, that don't even get me started on the term pre-existing. Who the fuck it. hasn't been sick? Before? Everyone's pre-existing dicks. <laughs> yeah. I didn't just get off a fucking alien ship yesterday. I'm 30 I fucking eight. Go, he has pre-existing... Yeah, he's alive. Yeah, I, I live. The, he lives. The, he lives. The earth has been trying to kill me since Spinning. day one. Gravity. In circles. Holy shit. Careening through space. Careening. <laughs> I love that they're wondering what yeah. the fuck we're doing. Just do your push-up. Just don't listen to me. Don't look at me. <laughs> All right, this is episode 42 of McChesney Unchained on the BSN Denver Podcast Network. I am your host, Matt McChesney. That is my man, Ben Roy. It's been a great show, folks. Thank uh, you for having I, me, I'm, man. Thank, I'm glad you came in. That's kicked ass. Let's do it again. Yeah. Uh, shows. When's your next comedy show? When's I'll be at Comedy show Work. Go spell? to ComedyWorks.com. Find me on the schedule. I'm, uh, uh, I'll be there late August, so look on, for me on the schedule. Very and, nice. Uh, Check, uh, go to spellsrules.com. Check out, come see a show. A little punk rock. Yeah, come see a punk rock show. Climb on some people. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Get in there and mosh a little bit. Yeah. I want to mosh, but if I jump in the mosh pit, everyone stay. <laughs> For real, bro. I go, to the, I go to the mosh pit Please. and people fucking leave the mosh and I just stand there like the big guy. In the I like, leave. No one wants to mosh with me? Yeah, you're a fucking gigantic. I want to mosh! <laughs> Well, then go fucking, like, wrestle bears or some shit. Do the shit that us pasty vegans can't fucking do. Well, I was on the Fox one morning with Brian Callen. Yeah. Uh, the comedian. Oh, yeah, he's great. He's with Sean. He's so funny. Yeah. And he looks at me right when he walks in. He goes, wow, whoa, you're a bear covered in human skin. <laughs> I saw that on your Twitter. I, I put like, it on my Twitter page. Dude, yeah. Like, I am yeah. a bear covered in human skin. You are correct, sir. All right, that's a wrap. Episode 42 is in the books. Uh, thanks for listening, folks. Remember to check out 10thunity.com, neuroxpf.com, and 60strength.com. I am your host, Matt McChesney. That's Ben Roy. We're out. Later.